Welcome to Living Rural, a podcast on home financing and mortgages for rural living. I'm Michelle Sandin, your host and your Rural First Consumer Lending Officer with Farm Credit Services of America. Let's dive into the world of rural home financing together. Rural First is a trade name and exclusive trademark of Farm Credit Mid-America, NMLS 407249. Rural First is available to consumers within the territories of participating Farm Credit System associations, including Farm Credit Services of America, NMLS 579135, and Frontier Farm Credit, NMLS 628123. Equal housing lender, all loans subject to credit approval and eligibility. Conversion fee of $500 applies. Fees subject to change without notice. On this episode of Living Rural, I've invited Pam Rasmussen, a real estate agent with Berkshire Hathaway, to share her expertise on acreages. So welcome, Pam. Thank you. Yeah, I'm excited to have you here. I thought we'd kind of share with our listeners a little bit about um, kind of what you do. I think you specialize in some certain type of acreages. So if you wouldn't mind just kind of starting out, introducing yourself, how long you've been in the real estate market, and we'll kind of go from there. Okay. Perfect. I'm an Omaha native Mm -hmm. and was lucky to grow up in a real estate household. My dad uh, built apartments in Omaha and Council Bluffs and I think one in Missouri. So growing up, I uh, leased apartments, you know, was an assistant manager, you know, Mm -hmm. just kind of grew up that way. Uh, When I graduated from college, he suggested that I perhaps get a real estate license. Uh So I did in the 90s and have just kind of been in the market, um, you know, real estate wise, and also branched out into lending. So I've done that for 17 or 18 years. Oh, okay. And let my license go. I was doing real estate and lending at the same time. Oh, wow. You were busy. During COVID even. So that that was very challenging. Decided to go ahead and drop the the lending license a couple years ago. Uh So I'm just now 100% focused on real estate, which is my passion. Oh, cool. Um, kind of how I guess I've arrived in my acreage journey is I got a horse when I was two years old. So I've been involved, um, with horses and showing my whole life and, you know, have a huge background in, you know, being on acreages and, Mm -hmm. you know, going to different facilities throughout the whole United States. Mm -hmm. Um, built the biggest barn in Nebraska, probably in 2004 out in Bennington called Five Star Stables. It was 54,000 square feet under one roof. Oh, wow. We had 50 stalls inside, and then we could house, you know, probably 50-plus horses outside. So we had over, you know, 100 horses at times out at the facility. Oh, wow. We'd host um, horse shows, and then we did partner with HETRA, which is Heartland Equine Therapeutic Riding Academy, and they would come um, yearly and host their fundraiser every year at our facility. So we'd have about 500 people out there. Oh, that's interesting. That's cool. Yeah. So I guess by just growing up in, you know, real estate and horses, you know, I've gravitated towards acreages. Mm -hmm. So do you have horses today of your own? I do. How many? I just have one. Okay. Um, I've always kind of had one because I don't really have time for extras. Mm -hmm. Um, I show on a very high level. I go to the world championship shows for the American Quarter Horse Association and the Versatility Ranch Horse. So... Um, you know, you, between working and trying to train at that level is, you know, one horse. Yes. (laughs) Busy time. Yes. So just got back from the sand hills. I was invited out to the Timmerman ranches out in South Dakota and Nebraska. Um, and we just did a four day, uh, gather and shipping with their cattle. So. Oh, fun. Yeah. So that was really fun. Um, 
very interesting. I've been, you know, to a couple other ranches, you know, this time of year doing the same thing. So everybody does it a little different. Um, nobody fell or broke anything. So it was good. <laughs> it was a good, it was a good trip. Um, horse came back. Okay. And, um, yeah, so, you know, it's Monday, um, getting ready to go to work. Here we are. Well, yes, I, I appreciate you coming in and, and sharing kind of your expertise with our listeners. Um, so how many, so do you just focus on like horse acreages or do you kind of just focus on all type of acreages and maybe horses have just kind of been drawn to you? Uh, tell me a little bit about that. Um, I, you know, we're getting less and less horse mm-hmm. acreages around the Omaha and Council Bluffs area because, you know, because of construction and neighborhoods. So a lot of the stables that I grew up at, um, you know, as a kid, they're, they're not even there anymore. You know, they're, it's a subdivision. Mm-hmm. So it's harder to find them. Um, and so we, ha- we kind of have, you know, if you have horses, your budget's more towards like the, the barn and the, if it's set up for your horses and the house is secondary. Mm-hmm. And then we have on the other spectrum, you have houses that are enormous that a horse person can't really find so right. or afford. So right. we, you know, we trying to find that line where you can find something that's suitable for your animals and yourself, but the horse is usually number one. Yes. <laughs> um, when I show an acreage, it's, you know, if it's a true acreage person, the first thing we look at is the barn. We do not go to the house yes. first. Um, a person that's not an acreage person, you know, we start in the house. Yes. <laughs> so that's always um, kind of interesting. But, you know, the horse person wants to know, you know, what what's, what do the stalls look like? You know, where am I going to keep them? Do they have, you know, safe fencing? Is it, you know, is it barbed wire fence? Is it smooth fence? Is it vinyl fence? Um, you know, is there a place for me to ride? Probably yeah. if there's, like you said, ride or is there an arena? Um mm-hmm. So has anybody ever come to you, because obviously we do construction loans, um, but I, I wondered if anybody has come and looked uh, as far as building or wanting to build, you know, that um, maybe there's already a home or acreage there, but they're wanting to build like the the barn for the horses. Um, but interesting enough, when I went out to the Sand Hills last week, I had a client call me that wants to actually buy bare ground and build a barnuminium. Yep. That was my next So question. that's, <laughs> we're heading that way. Mm-hmm. And I just sold my first Barnuminium um, last week. Mm-hmm. So, you know, people are leaning, you know, toward, you know, they're kind of the rage right now is to, it's basically a, you know, a metal building and you turn it into, you know, whatever, whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do finance Barnuminiums and, and kind of another technology too is your shouses or your shop homes, you know, kind of. The difference there is the barn dominium is maybe like all living area, but um, the shouse or the shop or, you know, the the shouse with the horse arena kind of on the end. Um, so there's so many different um, varieties of homes that people are building. And that's what we kind of help our, our clients with is like, you know, coming up with those dreams. What do they want? You know, what, what do they want to build and putting those plans and specs together and, and helping them finance their their dream? Well, I know I will be in contact when this, when we get started doing this. So yeah, yeah, it's, you know, it's just kind of evolved, you know, and ending up in this niche market. Um, You know, the Omaha Board of Realtors did an article on me this spring and Berkshire just started a, we have our, you know, obviously our website, but they just added a farm ranch and acreage tab Oh, and um, they rolled it out at our sales meeting a couple of weeks ago. And so I needed to look at something and I pulled it up. I'm like, oh, I should look at our new deal. And the next thing I do is I look down, I'm like, that's me on, 
at one of my acreages on my horse. On your horse. Yes. Oh, cool. Um, so I do things a little different on that aspect. I do, you know, drone videos, and then I actually will do a, a live Facebook feed off of my horse and, and walk the property, you know, on my horse. And I might be in a trot or a canter, depending on, you know, how quickly I can get through the property. But it's a great way for someone to actually see what the acreage is, because it's hard to look at a picture and go, mm-hmm. well, I think it kind of looks like this, you know, and, and it doesn't look anything like that. So um, I'll usually start my horse out on the road by the mailbox. Mm-hmm. And I just use this, this, you can't see it, but I just use my iPhone. Mm-hmm. And so I have my reins in my left hand and my phone in my right hand. And I just take off and start, you know, talking about, you know, what kind of fencing it is. I'll point out, um, you know, the well and septic, um, you know, anything unusual about the property. I have a little bit, I struggle a little bit trying to remember the dimensions of the buildings. Cause that's always a big thing. Everybody wants to know how big mm-hmm. the building is. Um, so as I'm walking, you know, through the place, you know, I'm, you know, pointing out the amenities of the house, you know, what, what comes in the barn is our fly system, is there automatic waters, is there a hydrant, is there a tack room, is that, you know, just all the things. So I'm trying to do that while I'm on the horse filming, wow. you know, and talking. And then I'll usually, you know, if they have pasture, I'll, you know, ride out in the pasture and then turn around and do, you know, a view from the backside. So you can see, you know, the property, you know, basically 360 degrees. What a great way to use social media and technology um, and, you know, allowing that um, consumer to actually see, you know, what they're what they're wanting to take a look at. Yeah, it's it's probably fairly unusual, but I think it's super cool. And I'm, you know, 100 percent comfortable on my horse and I can give like a cool, different view. You know, you've got you know, you've got your foot view, then you're up, you know, six feet on the horse and then you've got your massive drone drone video. So it's. I think it's it's really cool. Um, you know, the first time I did it, I think I had to retake it like seven times. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, yeah. You have to get your name and you know who you work for and yep. you know all the good stuff. So I stay compliant. Yes. Um, you know, kind of a funny little segue is I had a, um, a little coffee shop for sale in Wahoo, and they talked me into riding my horse through the drive-through window. Oh, so. <laughs> That was about a month ago. Uh huh. <laughs> so I took. Uh, I was on my way to a horse show in Lincoln. You know, had Prada. Her name's Prada. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Took her. You know, with me and unloaded her. And you know, she was so cute. She walked right up to the window and stuck her head in the window, you know, right inside the window. Oh and um, it. What was really funny about that to me is that you start to realize how big social media is. Mm-hmm. Um. So I, I left Wahoo, drove to Lincoln. And my phone rings and, I, you know, I was in between classes and it was a friend of mine and he wanted to know if I would help, you know, one of his friends sell her barn dominium. And I'm like, sure, that, you know, that's, that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. And so I went out there and she's visiting with me and she goes, you know, my son lives out in um, the Broken Bow area and, you know, I live in Valley. And she goes, he calls me up and he's like, mom, you've got to use Pam because she knows, you know these kind of properties and what to do with them and how to market them and get them sold. And it was so cute. So they are, he's in, you know, Ord, Nebraska, or Broken Bow, right. you know, some little town and she's in Valley and they're both watching this video yeah. of me on my horse, you know, going through the coffee shop. Oh, that's awesome. So, you know, and there are other videos, but that one was just like the freshest one. So, so yeah, it's just been super interesting to, to add that little element to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, consumers like to see what, what potentially they're, so consumers like to see, um, you know, what, 
what they're going to be purchasing, you know, and, and I think that's just a cool aspect that you're able to provide that for them. Because a lot of times it's, you know, consumers or buyers that don't live close by. So, you know, having that availability to, to take a peek at the property before they actually maybe take the drive out here to look at it is, is really pretty unique. Yeah, and obviously, you know, I don't take the horse through the house or anything, yeah. but, you know, I will ride through the barn and, yeah. you know, you get a really good idea of it. One of my favorite ones that I got to sell was I mentioned that I, you know, got our horse, my first horse when I was two, and those people actually let me sell their property in Blair mm-hmm. um, right off of Highway 133. They had 76 acres, uh, 66 of it was in farm ground, five acres was their, you know, their home place with a three-stall barn. And then they had another five acres parceled off, which was really interesting because that was where we used to, it was called the old, it was the Omaha Saddle Club Association. Okay. So we used to show our horses back there, uh-huh. you know, and it's been, nobody's used it for years. So I'm doing my live video and it's kind of fun when you're riding because you can see, you know, people watching and, you know, oh, the yeah. likes and all that stuff. And my phone was blowing up on that one because all my friends that used to show in the Omaha Saddle Club were watching it. And they're like, oh, my gosh, you know. Wow. So it, that was really cool. But it was really fun because these people, we bought our first, they are the people that got us in horses in, okay. uh, a long time ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, you know, they were retiring and needed to move into Omaha. So it was just it was just fun. You know, I've still got that connection with yeah. so many people from having horses and you know, these people, um, you know, just are really neat. And um, it was just fun to be part of that. So do you have, is it kind of just, are you just in the Midwest here, like Iowa, Nebraska, or do you go a little bit farther? I'm in Iowa, Nebraska okay. uh, for my license. I helped a lady buy a place in Eagle. So we call that, that's a she shed. Uh-huh. And okay. Kind of video, We she sends me pictures periodically as she's uh, refurbishing the she shed. Oh, wow. So, and she wanted to be in Iowa. So we looked in Iowa. Mm-hmm. Her son lives in Glenwood, and her parents live in Lincoln, and we could find no acreages this spring when she needed to move. And I was scour- scouring everywhere for her because she needed to move her four horses, and she needed a specific property, and she was downsizing. Her place was in Kennard. Uh-huh. And I I happened to find an off-market one that had been listed, and then they, the lady you know took it off the market for a while, so we we got that put together and it was an eagle. And she's like, Pam, I told you I wanted to live in Iowa. And I said, well, how about eagle? Yeah. I said, it's super close to highway two. You can drive right there over to go. Glenwood yep. and your parents live in Lincoln. It's a great, you know, it's a great location. Right. Good. So yeah, acreages are hard to come by um, land. And, and we've talked on previous uh, podcasts that land is hard to come by too. Um, you know, people want out in the country. They, they want that country living, whether it's horses or, you know, a small hobby farm or anything, but people still want um, to, to be in that rural country living. They do. I think COVID really changed things. That's when I really noticed that, um, you know, acreage is always kind of ebb and flow, I think, with the mm-hmm. price of gas, at mm-hmm. least in my opinion. That's how it, it seemed to go the last 30 years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if there, if it's at four four dollars plus, people kind of will pull back. Mm-hmm. And then we had COVID. Mm-hmm. And then everybody wanted to you know, have some space. Yes. And, um, you know, we sold, I sold a lot of acreages during COVID and I, and I still do. It's just, we don't have the, you know, we just don't have the inventory. The inventory. Yeah. 
And that's another thing, you know, with Rural First, we're unique. We're that, that uh, agriculture's most valued lender. So we will finance, you know, any type of acreages, depending on kind of what's on them, will depend on our term and things. But that's um, that's kind of like what we specialize in. So I'm excited to, to know somebody now that could do horse, horse acreages, because that's really neat. Yeah, and I've used um, farm credit for a couple of deals, mm-hmm. you know, because you're you guys are the only ones that'll do them. So mm-hmm. it, it's, you know, very difficult to go to, you know, your basic bank and say, you know, I want to buy a horse property. And they're like, their first answer is no. no. <laughs> so, yeah. So then you're like, okay, okay, I've got this great listing. How am I going to get it sold? Yeah. So get pick up the phone and call Chris. There and, you go. And get everything started. Chris Donnelly, she's over in our uh, Nebraska offices. So yeah, she's another consumer lending officer here at Farm Credit Rural First. So yeah, that's the connection that you have coming onto this podcast was with Chris. Correct. Yeah, got it. So Pam, tell me, have you had any um, kind of fun properties, unique properties that you financed or sold um, that you'd want to share with our listeners? One of the prettiest properties was a place up in Ponca Hills, and it was right off of Highway 75. And I'd driven by it for years, and I always saw the fence. And I'm uh-huh. like, I wonder whose place is there. Uh-huh. But you couldn't see anything because of the way it sat on top of a hill. Okay. So you could just see this driveway that kind of, you know, winded through and then it just disappeared. So I get a call from a friend of mine and he's like, hey, my partner and I just bought this great property and we'd like to bring you on board and we want to turn it into like a, a golf club membership for horses. Oh. So I go out there and I, you know, come through this driveway and I turn onto the property and I literally, my heart stopped. I was like, this is the most beautiful piece of ground I've ever seen in my life in Omaha, Nebraska. Uh-huh. And um, the lady that had it um, had Morgan horses, and I knew her. I just didn't know that she had moved and bought this huge piece of land. Mm-hmm. And she hired people from Kentucky to come put in her pastures. So, and that's exactly what it looked like. It looked like a Kentucky horse farm in Omaha, Nebraska. Wow. And that w- that one was really fun because I, you know, of course, brought the horse over for the drone video. Yeah. And an agent came over to show it, and he's, you know, we had an ATV out there because that was about the only way you could go see the property. So we would just, you know, I would take him around and show him everything. And he noticed that there was a horse in the in the barn, and I, he goes, what what, what kind of horse is that? And I, I said, it's a quarter horse. He goes, what, what color is it? And I said, it's a Palomino. And he goes, oh, my gosh, my wife loves Palominos. Oh. So the next thing I know, instead of selling the property to him and his clients, I'm selling him the horse. So. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so that that was actually really fun. But yeah. um, that property ended up um, being sold to, you know, a, a couple. And they're going to leave it intact okay. and, um, you know, turn it into their dream horse place. So it's wow. absolutely beautiful. Wow. And then I did a really fun one. Uh, I partnered with an agent in my office because he's like, Pam, I don't really, you know, do, I do new construction and I know you do a lot of acreages. Would you partner with me? This is a family member. So we went out and met Judy and looked at her place and, you know, had to come up with a price for the land. And she had a barn up there that was just beautiful, this beautiful red barn. And she goes, you know, it's going to be a hundred years old this year. Wow. And it was in, you know, very good condition for its age. And it, you know, had a brand new roof and the interior was still, you know, in pretty good shape and it needed cleaned up and stuff, but the, the bones sure. were good. And the neatest story about that was her husband built a replica of that barn and it traveled with the Smithsonian for years. 
And now the barn is actually in Washington County Museum. So Oh my. Yeah, so that one sold and awesome. the lady's gonna like refurbish the barn and then put her property out there. It was on hundred and twenty acres. Oh cool. Very unique. Yeah, so wow. I love... Exciting stories. Yeah, I love those pieces of um, preserving mm-hmm. and maintaining properties and still using them, you know, as they originally were set up. Set up to be used for, yeah. I think it's really unique. Um, we've talked a little bit, too, like I said, and so I'm assuming your your videos are kind of on your website that shows the properties is that where they're on my facebook page that's a great idea i need to get them on my website too okay so on your facebook page and then on eventually berkshire halfways there it's they are they have they've uh showcased one of my videos actually that property that i was just talking about with the hundred year old barn yeah like i said i think um just social media and technology that's that's a huge huge win huge plus it is. I it, I like it. And I'm, you know, getting more and more comfortable doing the videos. It's like, all right, Prada, you know, here we go. Here we so go. First time I did a, a drone video on Prada. She's very young. She's five years old. And she, we were videoing these two lots out in Fort Calhoun. And he wanted, I couldn't really access it because of the beans were still out there. So okay. I had to come on the front of the road, which is gravel. So Joe, my drone guy, he's like, well, I'm going to have to be on this side of the road. And poor Prada, if you watch the video, she's so funny. She's the whole time she's turning her head going, what, what is that? She she was very nervous. She didn't do anything bad, but she was not comfortable nervous with the drone. Nervous with the drone, yes. Because, well, basically to a horse, it sounds like a giant horse fly. Oh, I'm sure, so, yes. Yeah. So she, you know, she did, she did great, but you could tell she was, she kept turning her head going, what, what is that? What is that? Wow. So, but now she's, now she's a pro. She, I think I've shot five of them on her this fall. So she's, she's getting really good at it. Well, I'm anxious to take a look at them. That's, that's not, that is, that's neat. It, it is. It's fun. Yes. So is there anything else you'd like to share with us today, Pam, um, or the listeners regarding kind of what all you have as far as horse acreages and, and just being that unique real estate um, agent that can help them sell or, or buy horse acreages? I mean, I, I love doing it. It's my passion. You know, I'm immersed in the horse world. Um, and I, it's just so fun. Every property is different. They're all Mm -hmm. unique. And I love, I love seeing them. I, I love the history of them. And, you know, I will spend hours with my clients when I go to list one to find out every single amenity on it that I can think of so that I'm, you know, can pass that information on to the new buyer. Yeah, and kind of what they're looking for and what their needs and wants are. And sometimes those acreages may have, you know, additional row crop or, or other, you know, pasture or things that, that may be on there that, that that's what they're looking for. So yeah, I so think it's th- taking the time and building the relationship and finding out what your customers want. Yeah, the, I've just sold a little 13 acres out in Fort Calhoun uh, this last week. And he's actually, it's not my client. I had the listing and and uh, I will get him set up with um, either a farmer. The farmer that's farming it currently mm-hmm. is retiring this year. Okay. So I've got a couple of connections for that. And then I also have a hay guy if he'd want to put that up in hay. In so, hay yeah. So just trying to facilitate all that is is good. It's a lot. And we've kind of talked on previous um, episodes that, um, you know, looking for an acreage and, and finding out, you know, what's on it or what you want on it. And it takes a lot of time. So it's, it's finding that right property. So absolutely. Yes. Well, thank you so much. I'm so glad that you came on today and, and shared your expertise and knowledge um, on, on horses for our listeners. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. 
So thank you for joining us on this episode of Living Rural. I hope you have found value in the information we have shared regarding Pam's knowledge of the real estate market and the horse arena acreages. We release new episodes each week and look forward to seeing you next time.